0: i'd like to welcome you guys to the hunting dog public podcast i'm your host chris knight here we will discuss competition hunts pleasure hunts and anything else dealing with the hunting dog it is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs without further ado let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country Today's word comes from Colossians 4, 6. Use your heads as you live and work among outsiders. Don't miss a trick. Make the most of every opportunity. Be gracious in your speech. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation, not put them down, not cut them out. Where are you from?
1: How you got your starting stuff? Well, my name's Jeremy Garner. And uh, I'm living in Hill, Mississippi, at the moment. Uh, I'm actually from uh, Pontotoc, Mississippi, which uh, I, I was born about 15, 20 minutes from. Uh, Mister Wimp Aaron with the uh, Schooner River Dogs. My grandfather knew him. You're right. Um, I I only met him maybe when I was young, but uh, so I was I was uh, I was adopted by a family that lived in uh, Memphis. And uh, they were they, they actually were moving into Mississippi by the time they adopted me. And they were a hunt they were a dog family. They had bird dogs, uh coon dogs, deer dogs, rabbit dogs. If they just if it was if you could hunt it with a dog they they had it and I just I, I come up not so much with the coon hunting part, but I, I you know, I come up with, with rabbit dogs. Um and uh I just fell in love with with anything dog duck hunting. I mean, um, anything that you could do with a dog, I enjoyed. And and I I just always thought I was, you know, had a knack for for uh, for messing with dogs really. Um. So when I when I got uh, my my dad passed away when I was not quite six, and and. Uh, it was just me and my mom, my older brother, had moved out and uh, took his beagles with him and my two uncles that lived next door to us. They uh, And we were in South Haven at the time. It, of course, South Haven was all county. It really wasn't no big city like it is now. And I guess they just, you know, every now and then they'd let me go with them. They'd coon hunt or we'd rabbit hunt. We'd walk up and down the gravel roads, you know, let the beagles run up and down the gravel roads and just, just shoot rabbits. You could do that back then. Um and then I, my mom remarried, and and we moved back to Memphis. Um, matter of fact, we moved to South Memphis. We moved to one of the roughest uh, areas there. were. We lived in a in a one room pull behind camper trailer on Brooks Road, um, right off the interstate in South Memphis. So um, I changed schools, everything, and I didn't have anything to do with hunting. I did. I couldn't until um, probably high school. Um, I moved in with my, I, I lived with my sister for a while. Um, I bounced around a lot, my mom was real sick, so I lived with whoever I could live with. And I came down and lived with my sister in South Haven and got to going back to South Haven and met some guys that came hunted and, and would go with them you know, on the weekends and really kind of got back into it. Um, he, this this around here, uh, everybody hunted Sackett Junior dogs. You you didn't hunt nothing that wasn't Sackett Junior bred. Um, except for uh, there's a fellow in, the, in the next county down that was uh, uh, Mr. Mike Crockett. He had the black and tans. If you wasn't hunting Mike's dogs, you was hunting Sackett dogs. Uh, I never had a dog worth ten dollars. Uh, everything that I that we had that me and my buddies were hunting. Uh, Was hand me downs, coals is what they were. Uh, They wouldn't. They might not treat good, you know. And somebody just give them to us, Um, and we didn't care if they treated a possum or a coon. We 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 were just going to go. We didn't even know what we were
0: doing. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I started. My granddaddy, you know, he he always fooled with squirrel dogs. I didn't get into coon hunting. I I actually got coon hounds after I you know got on up in age, high school age. You know I. My granddaddy and daddy and all them—they had dogs. You know, we grew up deer hunting with dogs. But my passion has always been them squirrel dogs. But I mean, back then though, we didn't—you know—we didn't hunt breeds. My granddaddy—I remember old Jake and Queen, and then the next dog's name was Jake and Queen. I mean, every dog he had was Jake and Queen stuff. So when'd you move back down here?
1: What, what, what year was that probably? Uh, so um, probably. I would say June uh, sixth, seventh grade. We, we um, the man my mom was married to in Memphis, he, he um, passed away, so we, it was back to just me and my mom. So we lived in some apartments, um, and that's when I met these other guys that um, I was running wild. Man, my mom was disabled my whole life, and I didn't didn't have much of a dad. My older brother was as much of a dad as I had. So, my running buddies dad's kind of stepped in and. Every one of them hunted. You know, they say birds of a feather flock together. That's right. Uh, so, so, I just whatever they hunted, I would so that I could go. If it was ducks, uh, I would hunt ducks. Um, there's a there's a, a local four wheel drive shop, and and uh, the guy that owned it, his son, we became friends, and uh, and and him and his cousin had uh, some Walker hounds, um, and then and another guy that lived down in the, uh, on the lake gave me a Walker hound. And i will be honest with you, I don't know couldn't tell you what it was out of. I don't know how old it was. I didn't have no tracking system and I didn't have no coon light. But I would go I would go with them because they had the old beat collar and they had a coon light. So when they would let me go, I would just go with them and turn my dog loose with them and he would he would just you know wherever they were at, he was at. Um, but but we were going, you know. Um so uh my, my brother drug home this dog. It was a half barger feist and a half mountain Cur. It was red. It looked just like an oversized barger feist. Um, his name was Lobo. Bobtail, I mean, just deep red, prick ears, and, and he would tree squirrels, possums, uh, woodpeckers. Um, <laughs> and my brother my brother had a friend that lived in Don. I think I'm saying this right, Donovan, Missouri. And in high school, we would go on the weekends there, and there, they have a spring season, and, and they would take me up there with them to Donovan, and, and he had some feists. And we would squirrel hunt on the weekends and then drive back home um, to be back to school on Mondays. And then um, so I decided I wanted a, a, dog, a squirrel dog of my own, and my, I didn't have, me and my wife were together. Um, I've been with my wife uh, this year. will be 24 years. Man, that's a blessing right there, brother. It is it is I, I couldn't do none of this without if it wasn't for my wife uh, I, mean, I'm I, really, way. Um, I mean i really i mean i she's got to be the best wife in the world one <laughs> for putting up with me 24 years i know that's I, right I, <laughs> uh because i'm probably is is as, as, as a wild as my buddy's coon dog i was talking about <laughs> but um I, I told her that i wanted my own squirrel dog and so i i, I got i was on squirrel dog central probably in Man, I don't know. Before I ever knew about squirrel haters, uh, and I was looking around, and um, I made a post on Squirrel Dog Central asking if anybody in North Mississippi had squirrel dogs. So anything, and and of all people, the very first person that ever contacted me about a dog was Sonny Conwell, and he messaged me on Squirrel Dog Central, and he said, "Hey, I don't know if you're interested, but I've got a I've got a young feist. I'll give you." He's been in my dad's pen, um, and we just got too many. I'll give them to you. So we, we talked back and forth, um, and and in the meantime, he had told me about uh, squirrel haters. So I got on squirrel haters and just started reading, and um, I, I folks were talking about the Mississippi Delta and black squirrels, and when I seen a black squirrel for the first time, I, I called one of my best buddies. We called him Little John. I said, "Man, we we have got to go to the Delta and squirrel hunt." But we didn't have a dog, so me and Little John and, and my brother-in-law Nick, we jumped in. The, I had an old green four-door Chevrolet, and we jumped in the truck and rode down to um, Delta National Forest. I think we rolled into Twin Oaks and just rode around in circles. And we pulled up, and there was a guy getting a yellow out of a dog box, and I pulled over, and I said, man, is that a mountain curve? And he said, it is. And and uh, um, Barrett Dupuy is his name. Me and Barrett have, have been friends since that day. He was the absolute nicest dude. I mean, just to pull up and, and ask him about his dog, and, and the first thing he says was, you know, meet me such and such, and we'll go hunting, I'll take you and show you. So we hunted that weekend still hunting and uh, killed my first black squirrel still hunting, uh, which now I wouldn't dare still hunt for a squirrel. (laughs) You know, Um, so when we got home that weekend, I got on this, he he also told me about squirrel haters. When I got home that weekend, I jumped on squirrel haters and and I I just was infatuated with finding a squirrel dog. Um, And then I seen an ad come up on um on the for sale section on squirrel haters for some pups uh that were in Batesville Mississippi and I said well crap that ain't you know that's an hour right you know so uh I sent um didn't know the man from from nobody I, I I don't even remember this was probably 2009 by this time um I sent the man a message which turned out to be Terry Snyder um sent him a message and i said i i'm looking for my my first mountain you know registered mountain car pup and he said i got a litter first time across um out of his old buck dog who incidentally buck came from conwell um and he had a dog um h&t dixie was her name and she came from sunny conwell Uh, i don't know how far i don't know how far down the line you know how long ago but he said he had made the cross. They was, they was both jam up squirrel dogs and, uh, told me how much. Um, so I drove down and met him. The pups were a week old or something. And, um, anyway, we walked in the kennel and these little old pups was running around and, and he said, well, which one do you like? I said, man, I don't know one from another, you know, they're brindle. Um, he said, well, do you, do you like one? Do you like a brindle? Do you like one with a lot of chrome? And I said, well, what is a Chrome? He said, it's the white trim. I said, Oh yeah, that, that's sharp. You know? Um, so I, right then I just picked out the pup that had the most Chrome on it. And, um, uh, so I went back at five weeks old just to, just to talk to him, pick his brain and, and, um, look at the pups and, you know, same, same thing. I said, I'm, I'm still, I'll take that female right there. She's just a, a light Brendel female with a bunch of Chrome on her. And, uh, so the whole time I'm thinking, you know, telling my wife, I, I, I don't, I think my oldest son might've been a baby at this time. Uh, maybe one or two. Anyway, I, I kept thinking of a name of a name and, and, uh, so when they turned six weeks old, he called me and said, you know, you pups ready. So I drove down and, um, I actually, we drove over to uh, his best friend's house, David Durham. That's where the pups were at and that's where they had Dixie at. And of course Dixie was there running loose and, and, uh, they had the pups pinned up. So so Terry didn't meet me this day. Um, I met David, took me back in, got my pup. He gave her a shot for me. I paid him, to come on to the house. And on the way home, I thought, well, her her daddy's name is Buck. Her mama's name is Dixie. And he said she was the one who was Chrome. So I just named her Buck's Dixie Chrome. And um, I had n- no idea that it was going to turn into what it turned into. You know, yeah, I've always heard that I never got to I, when you
0: I guess about the time you was getting out and stuff like that. I was I was getting getting the squirrel dogs. But I remember talking to you about her
1: and I always liked the looks of that heifer boy. I, I'm going to tell you, I I mean, I, I, I I've, I've listen I've to podcasts and I've talked to people all over the country about squirrel dogs. I, I, I love. Talking about dogs, I like hearing about other people's dogs, and and I've heard, I mean, you always hear, oh, that dog was just a natural, and I'm telling you, I I'd never owned a a, a dog of my own except back in the day I had a little old a uh, 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 half feist, half dotson and she was the best crawdad dog ever owned. Uh, but I've never had my own, you know, squirrel dog. I'd had some, you know, some labs and stuff for duck hunt, but I, I didn't know nothing. Um, I was asking Terry questions left and right. Um, and, and, I, and I met a guy that lived about 20 minutes from me. Uh, um, I, you might not even know him. His name was Lawrence, but everybody called him Cooter. Um, he, my wife shows walking horses, and he would come to the horse shows. And he showed up right after I got coming. He showed up to the horse show, and he had a squirrel dog. So I got to talking to him, and it ended up being they was um, – his dog was out of, out of Terry's buck dog also. So I started asking him questions, and, and, and I'm telling you, I, I'm telling the honest truth, man. I I I took her to the woods as much as I possibly could where I thought she would have the best chance to just run up on a dumb squirrel. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's right. I, I, I was living in the city. Me and my wife had... had Got us a little, you know a little starter house in the city, and we had you know it just, I, I'm, Hunter was probably one or two. I mean we had just had um you know, a kid, um he might have been a three or something, but, um, so I was driving. Thirty minutes every day to some government land, no feeders, no nothing. I was just walking down a trail every day every afternoon that I could get away, and and, I one afternoon. Uh, I'm, I'm in the house and, and my wife, you know, she says, man, your dog, She's just barking like crazy. She won't shut up. So I looked through the blinds and, and we had a pecan tree in the yard and she's jumped the fence, uh, tree and barking, you know, up this pecan tree. So I grabbed my cell phone. I still have that video saved. I grabbed my cell phone and hauled butt around the, the front of the house to the side yard. I mean, we're talking 20 feet from a road in a subdivision and, 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 she's, she's treying on this pecan tree and there's like two or three squirrels up it. Um, and I just petted her up and let her tree for a while. Put her up and, and, and she started doing it every day, every day in the backyard. I didn't have to go nowhere. She was treeing yard squirrels. Uh, my neighbors hated me to hated my guts because she was, she was a 160 bark a minute dog in the kennel on the tree. <laughs> she could get, Forever, it. man, where it, she, I don't know that she ever lost a trend contest, you know, mm. um, about that time, Terry contacted, you know, Terry called me and he says, look, we're, we're wanting to start a squirrel club. And I'll be honest with you. I, I thought it was a going and hunting, and shooting and squirrels club. <laughs> I didn't know it was a, you know, it was a field trial competition type club. Right. So, um. I went down to the first meeting that, uh, the, uh, Northwest Mississippi Squirrel Hunters Association, um, had, and I think it was me, Terry, Mr. Joe Suber, Cooter, and Dallas McCullough. Um, uh, that was the first five or six folks that, that was at the first meeting for the, uh, the squirrel club up here in North Mississippi. Yeah. Um, there again, I had no idea that was going to turn into, you know, what it, what it turned into. And, and, Really, be that much a part of my life. We were we were hosting. We, we were having a lot of hunts NKC, KC, uh, OMCBA. That's when that's that's when uh, I really got involved in the UMCA. Uh, Terry was already a member of the UMCA, and and of course, you know, hosting hunts. We all joined also. Um, and and Crone was so young at this time. She was just three or four, five months old. So, I, I had done some trading with Cooter on a, um, a started dog. He was maybe a year and a half old or so. Uh, and, and that was, at, I don't know if you remember the dog that I had, uh, I called him Cool Hand Luke. Um, he was a, a really black brindle dog with a lot of chrome trim. He, he was the dog that I first started competition hunting with.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, he was the one that, that got stole out of my dog box. Oh yeah, 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 I do remember that. I
0: do remember hearing about that. Yep.
1: Yeah, I, I was, um, you know, Terry and Cooter and everybody told me when you when you're hunting young dogs, hunt them by themselves. Right. And uh, and you know, and, and I remember my uncles, you know, telling me on a young dog that, that they would they would take them by themselves. Um, so um, that day I, I was hunting um, Luke. Uh, I hunted him early in the afternoon, and then you know, of course, later right before dark, the squirrels really get to moving. So that's when I would take Chrome and hunt her. She was maybe five or six months old. Uh, I would hunt her the last hour of the day when the squirrels were really down, you know, trying to get her best opportunities. And and I was out hunting her, and she had, like I said, at five months old, man, she was training on her own. I, I, I didn't do nothing but but take. I give her a ride to the woods. I mean, that's honestly that's all I done. Give her a ride to the woods. She did everything else on her own. Um, she taught me. Makes it nice, don't it? It, it does i mean she, she taught me as much about tree dogs as as uh talking to you know somebody on the telephone about them.
0: that's right well you uh, know that happens uh dude that i mean everybody that's had that show enough good one that's what they say you
2: know hey are you in the market for a new dog box and just don't know which one to get that's where I encourage you to go check out GNR Cedar Dog Boxes, especially if you're wanting something different. GNR Cedar Dog Box was established in 2016 when two Avid hunters wanted a dog box that was affordable and great looking at that. They provide a high quality, handmade, lightweight box to the customers. They take pride in the fact that their boxes are fully cedar, which will last a lifetime in all types of weather conditions. Cedar also ensures your hounds stay a little warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. You can find out more about GNR Cedar Dog Boxes on Facebook. G- find them at GNR Cedar Dog Boxes or give them a call at 615 962 5266. They're located in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, USA.
0: This dog has taught me more about I mean, it taught me about hunting, you know. I a way more than I ever, you know, could have imagined, you know. I didn't know what the crap of, a good dog was. I mean I knew, you know, hey, he'd go tree squirrels and but I didn't I didn't know nothing about, you know, leaving you know, getting off the tree so far. I mean, if heck, if that song on was treed and man, we shot every tree, you know, within the neck, you know, around that tree that he was, you know, close to. Man, and when I finally hunted with some good stuff, I was like, holy cow.
1: That's uh that's how same way I, you know, she she uh like I said, she she really that she gave me more opportunities to see other good dogs, to meet some of the best people, some some of my best still best friends today that that I, I, I talk to regularly. Um you know, and that's been, I mean, years, uh, you know, just like Mark Morrison, for instance. I mean, I, dude, I, I love that man to death. Mark Morrison. I mean, I know, and, and he's, he's going to laugh when he hears this, but that dude can run that mouth better than anybody. <laughs> I, but I, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. He is also one of the absolute best men God put on this earth and, right. and, when, when And I'm going to tell you, when my family was going through the roughest part that my family's ever been through, uh, he absolutely never hesitated uh, to help. Right. I mean, you know, what, what what do you need? What can I do? I mean, uh, let me help. Let me, you know, I mean, um, I, if it wasn't for, for her and Squirrel Dogs, I, I never would have, you know, I mean, I never would have met him. Yeah. I mean, you know? I bought my very first,
0: my very first dog come from him. I got her. I remember it was like it was yesterday. She didn't, she she would tree, but she didn't just make, you know, make nothing much. But uh, she died. I let a boy hunt her for me, and I mean, she was treeing squirrels. And heck, he called me the next one day and was like, "Hey, Diva's dead, but she was out of his that old uh, Apache 2.
1: And,
0: oh yeah the old, the old, what i call i called him the fuzzy haired dog yeah <laughs> yeah he had uh yeah, he sure did he, it was him and uh uh Monday that's who it was that Monday jip I think he had but no um yeah if you don't watch it I'll take over the show so what uh <laughs> I love talking to these dogs boy what what you. what you what you uh what do you think was probably the best? dog that you you know you whether it was her or you know that you've seen go day in day out you know
1: are we talking are we talking let's go with squirrel dog let's go with squirrel dog oh my goodness man i had
0: i I know you hunted i mean you hunted with i mean you hunted with some good ones i know you hunted with apache and hot rod i'm sure and all them them older dogs you know that that you see in two or three pedigrees back now, you know. um, I'm sure you Man, with it, some fine it, ones.
1: I'm, I, I'm going. To, I've got a dog on my mind. I mean, I, I'm telling you, it's hard. It's a hard question. Yeah, because, yes, sir, it is. I mean, look. I I had the opportunity to have Chrome and Sand Creek Boondock in my kennel at the same time. So so. To, to to answer that question within two in your backyard. Um, but I'm I'm gonna tell you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say my dogs. I'm gonna tell you the absolute squirrel trainest dog I've ever been in the woods with out of every dog and, and Boondock is close to this. But that's um, tankster. That's my you know that male dog I hunt. That's his daddy. Right. Well I'm gonna tell you, I, I can tell you so many stories about that dog that just would blow your mind—the stuff he would do. But I'm gonna tell you, Terry Snyder had a gyp named uh, uh, Jesse. Jessie mm-hmm. right. Jesse was the—she was an absolute squirrel. She she could she could make squirrels in trees that that there wasn't no squirrel there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she—you could turn her loose. And, and the dogs would, if you was hunting with a pack, you know, hunting, just pleasure hunting, you could turn dogs loose, and them dogs would blow in there. And, and I mean, she may not go 30 yards and just blow up tree, and you'd shoot a squirrel. Them other dogs would be gone. They'd be steadily getting it, and you'd be done treating squirrel, you know? Right. Uh, she she was probably, uh, Terry's Jesse dog was is probably the absolute best squirrel tree and dog I've been in the woods with. Um <laughs> I used to tease Terry all the time, she was scared of the dark. I I would say, Man, let's let's coon hunt that dog. As many squirrels as she trees and he'd say, We can't garner, she's scared of the dark. and he wouldn't lie. We took her out we took her out four or five times, she wouldn't get out of your life. Now she tree a coon if you walked over you know, if you if you walked on top of it, but she's scared of the dark. Terry tell, tell tell you. He said, Man, that, I'm i I mean I my I'm telling you the honest truth. I I've hunted with I mean, I hunted with uh uh what what's the uh What's that? That dog, Alan Franklin's hunting that that. Uh, Duck 41? Creek Razor? No. No, before that. Oh. Um, um, Thunder Sport. No, it was out of Thunder Sport. What? I can't think of the name of the dog. Kane. Thunder Sport. Oh, Kane. Kane. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, I hunted with I hunted with Kane when he was probably nine, ten months old, maybe. Um. old tree and fool. I mean, uh, I mean, um, a, a friend of mine, a friend of mine local that I got to hunt with a lot had a dog named uh, Double A's Pistol Pete. He was a Kimmer dog. Um, he was at a hot rod. Uh, he, he, he could tree a squirrel uh, and never be even close to a tree. Uh, just a big old oak tree hanging out he'd be 30 feet away from the tree standing on his hind legs smelling up and if you looked above his head there'd be a squirrel animal really you can win him sometimes I, I i've got to hunt with so many good dogs i mean it's a really hard question but but i mean hands down um pixie creek Jesse hands down probably be, the absolute best squirrel dog I've ever been and I'm fortunate I got to hunt with her a lot right um and, and I mean she won squirrel hunts. I I, I mean I, I have I've been on a cast with her where where she would come in with a 1, thousand thirteen hundred plus. Oh man, that's stout boy. Yeah. I mean she she just um She could do it, huh? She could. She could. Uh, that's nuts. Uh, Boondock and Chrome were really I mean, really exceptional. That that's one reason I've I chose Boondock. Mm-hmm. Breed to I hunted with him. I got beat by him. Um, he really impressed me. Um, he he had he had what I wanted to add to Chrome. What I wanted in a pup.
0: What did he? Did he? I mean, so his the the dog that I hunt. Obviously, he's out of boondocking. I mean, he's just a big mouth. He kick rocking your. I mean, he's just a get gone. Will flat, I mean, and he trees them fast too. Uh, like I said, he'll make a couple of trees if there ain't much, you know. But it, he's not just pulling up slick, he's treeing, he's you know, he's colder nosed. He's, he's he would tree, you know, he just had a really, really good nose. And I mean, he may have tree where the squirrel was this morning, you know what I mean. Um, but with that being said, I just like his uh. I don't know his drive, you know. I mean, I've had that sapsucker so hot hunting him during the summer, trying, you know, the, the spring season. Man, it's rough on him. But I was trying to keep him in shape last year, and two years ago. I'm sorry, and and uh, man, I hunted him one day, me and a couple of my buddies, Justin Guy and and uh, Ernie Kraft. We had, uh, we had, we was hunting, and dude, that song gun got in there like nine eighty. And you could hear him just, oh, 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 you know. And, man, by the time I got to him, that song was laying on his side, still just, oh, oh, you know, he was just about to die. And luckily, not 75 yards, because he wasn't leaving the tree, 75 yards, I found there was a ditch there, and it had water in it. And I picked him up and toted him over there. And, man, I about killed him. That scared me to death, you know, oh. But yeah, that's what I like about that. I mean, I don't know. I never got to hunt with Boondock. That's why I'm curious to know how he, what kind of style he was.
1: Let, let me tell you. I tell you before I tell, I tell you a funny story about Boondock and Tony. Tony Porter. If he hears this, he's gonna he's gonna call and he's gonna cuss me out because <laughs> he told me he told me not to ever tell nobody this. But don't either one of us. I mean, ain't neither one of us hunting no more. So I'm I'm gonna tell it. Uh, so when I went up there, me and my wife drove, uh, we, we drove to, to uh, Clint and Barry Sherrill's house in Kentucky and spent the night, and we coon hunted with Chrome and Barry's dog. We, the, and Barry, uh, Clint took us on up to Tony's and picked up Boondog. And he told me, you know, Tony was such a, a um, hardcore, serious competition. He was serious about it. You know, and he was telling me what this and that, and he don't never do this, and he don't never do that. So when I got Boondock back home, I give him a – Boondock, if, if Boone had a fault, it was that it took take him about a week and a half, two weeks to get used to a new owner if he had a fault, all right? Right. So I, I, Tony says give him two weeks and then hunt him, all right? So here I got I got a three-time world champion in my backyard, and I'm looking at him every day, and I'm like, man, I can't wait. So after a week, I I, I took him to one of my best spots I got. Uh, it's a duck club, and I called him up, and I'm nervous because he ain't my dog, and, and I'm nervous because he's a three-time world champion. And, you know, and, and I know he's a deep hunter. And uh, so, so I cut him loose after having him a week, and uh, he goes about... 20 yards and stops and pees and comes back to me and just walks beside me <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how the buddy of mine with me? And, uh, and he looks at me and I mean, I'm kind of like, what in the crap, you know? So we just kind of, we just kind of walk on and, uh, you know, maybe we go maybe a hundred yards and, and, and he takes off and I'm like, ah, right. you know, it just took him for a second. He goes about 120 yards. And, and I mean, Never open, cause he was he was open on the ground. What I call a semi-open. Uh, he never opened a bit. He just he, he had a uh he had like a like a three bark locate. Oh 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 oh, you know that that that's Boone. And when he would give that, you could call him treed. And I'm telling you, if the tree blew over, you would find him laying on his side still tree. All right, so he goes in there about 120 yards. And, and and he never gives me a locate. He just goes in there and goes to chopping. And I thought, man, he done slammed one. We fit we finna get with it. We walk in there, and, and that done <laughs> that coon done lost all the hair off his tail. <laughs> all right, <laughs> big old grimmer. All right, so I I'm like, what in the world? So I cut him loose again. He goes sixty yards, trees another uh, uh, possum. All right, so at this point. I leash him up, and I go home, and I ain't saying nothing to nobody. <laughs> you know, so about two, three days later, Tony called me, and he says, you about ready to hunt that dog? I said, well. I said, I took him out the other night, but I didn't want to say that, I thought you'd get mad at me. He said, what did you do? I said, well, the first 10 minutes he wouldn't hunt. The second 10 minutes he'd treat two possums. He said, don't you ever tell nobody that. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: funny, dude. That is
1: so funny. Uh, here I am, three-time world champion, you know, uh get gone, get treated and, and hey, he don't want to hunt. So I laid him up for another week and I'm telling you, it, it the next time I took him out was uh, I mean I was I was amazed at the drive that dog had. I mean he, he my wife back then my wife was squirrel hunting with me a lot and she couldn't hunt with me a good bit too. She she, she really took up with boondog. Um but she always hated the first two trees. And and there were uh, several people that got to hunt with him that they would hate when I would bring Boone out of the dog box because they knew his first two trees were going to be absolutely as far as he thought he could possibly go to tree a squirrel. All right. right? I mean, uh, uh, a thousand, uh, three quarters of a mile, Get treed. Once you shot a squirrel or two out, he would he would tree them. If they were ever sixty yards, he'd tree them every sixty, every 300. It, it didn't matter. Uh, and once he once he was here for a month or so, he kind of got out of that running. You know, running to get deep um, up there in, in Indiana where he come from. Uh, Tony was hunting him in, in, in strip woods on field edges. Uh, so you know they would tree a fox squirrel and, and it may be seven eight nine hundred yards before he'd get to another fox squirrel you know they didn't have a bunch of graves that's right oh uh, but when when once he settled after them first two trees he would he, he, i mean you could kill them in the squirrels when it it didn't matter if the squirrels were down it didn't matter if the wind was blowing uh it, 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 i mean he was a a when you cut him loose he was the same dog like I said, after them first two trees, he was the same dog every time. During the day, cut him loose, tree, stay tree, have a squirrel. He could wind them, he could run them track. He would. Uh, him and Chrome had a lot of similarities. They 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 would run a fox squirrel track. Uh, that's one thing people didn't like. Some people didn't like about Boone and some didn't like about Chrome. They were both semi open on the track, especially on a fox squirrel. Really? They would, they would, they would run a fox squirrel like you would think a curcoon dog, uh, a cur would run a coon. Uh, they would bark on the track from the time they hit that. You know, I've seen, I, I've, I've been deer hunting and seen fox squirrel run hundred yards through the woods. You know, 150 yards as far as you can see, and and they would both open on track. And, and when they did, I knew they was running the fox squirrel. I mean, I, I just, you know, I just, hey man, when we get this, gonna be a fox squirrel to so be ready. You know, uh, I like that. I like a semi-open dog. Um, another reason I decided I wanted to breed to, him uh, he had more track chrome tree with her head up. She ran through the woods as fast as any dog could run lightning fast with her head up and, and, and almost slam on the brakes and slide to, to get back and dig to a tree to just, just fall tree. Um, and, and when I decided I wanted to breed her, she would, I, I waited till she was over three years old, first time I bred her. Uh, she had done one, my gosh, so much. Uh, I mean, I mean, honestly, for, for there for a while, it seemed like every hunt that I was going to, no matter what state I was in, she was in top three. Uh, one about every bent show I put her in, one every trend contest I put her in. I, for the first year or so, I never coon hunted her. She never, she, I squirrel hunted her only.
0: When you bred Boondock and, uh, and, and Chrome, did, and you said that's what you, you know, you thought you you, you needed to add to her. What, uh, did them pups turn out like you thought they, you know, like you wanted them? That,
1: that I mean, they really did. Uh, they, they, they turned out better than what I could have thought. The, uh, and I tell you, it's funny, uh, she had more males than she did females and the females didn't turn out really at all. The males, um, turned out better than I could have. I mean, than I could have asked for, um, I, we kept two. Mm -hmm. I kept, I kept one. My, my brother-in-law kept one. And, um, let me see in that first litter. Um, we kept one that we called holler. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, I remember that dog. Yeah, so so he had he was more well rounded. He was the best of both of them dogs, honestly. that, that him and, and Kyle Baker had a uh a dog has a dog named Ranger. That's not and, the yellow fellow, dog. No, that dog's out of uh, Rocket, um, wasn't he? Rocket dog and my big Sioux dog. That's right. Um he has a dog named Ranger, that that trees. Every time I hear a video of him training, I can close my eyes and hear his mama. Really? And it, and it's funny. I'm gonna tell you that that first litter, four of them dogs, when when and they're males. When they tree, they they tree just like Chrome. And I know maybe because she was mine and I listened to her so much, I hear more of her in them than I do Boone. But I've only had Boone for like six or eight months. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's it's not often that you get a chance to hunt with the sire of your pups that much that no, you don't know. You're right. And especially a Calibra, that dog. Uh, they would, the ones that I've hunted with, I've hunted with... Uh, I've I've been able to hunt with eight or nine of them pups out of two different litters. I've bred them twice, and I've got to hunt with eight or nine of them pups. And and they all had the same traits. They all had they all trip Boone wasn't a super hard tree dog. He would get into a cadence, just a steady, oh, 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 oh. Just a steady chop cadence. Where Crone was a as absolute hard as you could possibly bark, double bark. She, if she threw it, when when I hunt, when I started coon hunting, her, I, I knew if she was treating a squirrel or a coon. If she was treating a squirrel, it was it was ever breath as hard as you could treat. When she treated a coon, it was double chops. Oh, oh 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 ever breath. I mean, I'm telling you. I, I think the most she ever barked in the training contest was like 167, uh, maybe 174 barks a minute or something crazy like that. Uh, And she treed. The older she got, she slowed down some, but she still would tree a coon. If it was a smoking hot coon and she ran it, she would absolutely just burn the leaves off the trees. And I loved it. (laughs) Uh, But them pups, they ran track like Boone and treed like crone. You know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, they. Crone uh, would hunt pretty, I mean, pretty far. She was probably a five 600-yard dog. And every now and then she would go deeper, but not, you know, most of the time, five 600 yards of the squirrels would move. In. Right. Where Boone would be, and I, I mean, I had Boone. I hunted Boone uh, with, with two hounds one night, and we got in some really deep water down in the delta. Matter of fact, uh, I had to wade uh, uh, over my waist to get into him. Uh, and then the hound split he he was like one point one miles when he finally got tree
2: really
1: uh, And and i mean most curs that I had hunted with up to that point just just
0: didn't do um
1: it. not only just didn't hunt that way he you know he just he hunted more more like a hound
0: mm-hmm.
1: um he didn't have as much of a he had the cur look but but he had the hound hunt you know what I'm saying yep know exactly what you're uh, talking about he, he wasn't a big circle type hunter. He he was more of a, of a, he, he his style was more of a straight line to where Chrome would hunt. She would hit a ditch and hunt that ditch and then she would cut across and zigzag and hit a, hit a holler and come up and you know, and then hit another ditch and come up uh, where he would just, he would cross the ditch and keep going in a straight line until he got treed.
2: We are proud to have Conkeys Outdoors as a sponsor of CHU Podcast. Conkeys is your complete hunting and hound supply store. They carry brands like Garmin, Daltra, Dan's, and even Summit Tree Stands and much, much more. Whether you're in the market for a new thermal or a new hunting rifle, Conkeys has it all. They even offer financing options. Being a family-run business with customer service that is second to none, it's no wonder why Conkeys is the best in the business. So go check them out at Konky'sOutdoors.com. Or find them on Facebook at Conkeys Outdoors.
0: Man, that sounds so
1: familiar. <laughs> Jesus.
2: Well,
0: you
1: know, funny. it's that, and, and that's what. Um. Some of the guys that I've got, I've you know, over the years, I've got to hunt with their dogs. I, out of those two, and and uh, and that's what the same thing they say. You know, as we're hunting and walking through the woods, and they're asking me, man, you know, of course, you know, we're hunting with Chrome. They're getting to hunt their pups with their mama. Uh, which that don't happen, you know, a whole lot. It doesn't. Uh, and uh, and and we were kind of making it a yearly thing where they would come over and and I would we would hunt here and then I would take them down to the delta and 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 I had a friend that lives in in Anguilla and, and he opened his house to us, you know, so they got the opportunity to kill them black squirrels and and uh, and hunt with, you know get to see their their dogs mama go. And in the whole time, we you know they would ask me questions about Boone and how what his style was, and they were like, Man, "That sounds so familiar." <laughs> uh, but when when they would when their pups would come tree, I, I could hear the mama. So it was just, it it was what I wanted in a cross.
0: What uh, I, I, we didn't call to talk about my junk. We we called to talk about your yo stuff. Uh, so we going to get back at that. What did Dom? Um, what did you, like, so when you was when you was squirrel hunting her, did you, like, did you go out there and you shoot a bunch of squirrels to her or did you treat every every hunt like when you was warming her up during the week, hunting her during the week? Did you, I mean, I'm sure you tied her at every tree, you know, hunted her like you was in a competition or did you, I mean, because tank a lot, dude. I know I keep talking about him, but, you know, if I shoot a bunch of squirrels to him, it, it, it it's does something to him. He don't. I don't know. He just—he's looking to get treed more. If you shoot a pile to him, you know.
1: That 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 does that never bothered Chrome. I, I I'm telling you, she was she was, a, an, an above, in my opinion, of course. I mean, I know everybody thinks they're dog, you know, but she was just an exceptional dog at everything. I mean, I, I shot. I, I'm a I'm a stone cold killer, man. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie to you. That, that's my thing. I I like to kill game. I, I, when I go deer hunting, I want to kill a deer. When I go fishing, I want to catch fish and I want to bring them home and eat them. That's right. And when I go, squirrel, when I go squirrel hunting. I, I want to kill squirrels. And I got I got so much. There's so much game here that I, I can. I mean, we can pretty much just hunt and kill. You know, within the law. You know what the law allows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But so when, when she started, once once she really got to tree, wheat, I leashed her at every tree. I I, I cast her from the truck. All right. We would walk just in the edge of the woods and I would cast her free caster. And when she got treated, we walked in and and I got lucky that I had a bunch of buddies that loved squirrel hunt. And none of them wanted to feed it at their own dog. All right. Which they were the smart ones because that's right. I was buying the feed, I was buying the feed and the, and the Garmin and the dog collars and the leashes and a dog box. <laughs> and they was, all they was doing was buying bullets. That's right. You know? Uh, but, I would go in and handle her. I would go in, leash her up, and the whole time they're, they're shooting squirrels. You know, I was Divine Shaker, and and they was the, the, the shooters, which I called them my hired gun. Yeah, I see it. Uh, you know, and, and I carried a 22, and, and, and what we would do was most of them would carry a shotgun, and if they didn't see the squirrel right off, she would tree, I would go in leash her, and as they're looking, I would just step back and take that 22 off, and I would – well they used to call they used to tease me about uh, uh spraying and praying. <laughs> I was I would, I would riddle the tree with twenty two bullets and that squirrel, he's either gone he's either gonna move, jump out, That's right. or, or die of lead poisoning. And whichever one he done, we was gonna put him in the bag. That's uh, right. And and we every tree she made that had a squirrel in it, we killed it. And she was pretty dang accurate. Uh, she didn't tree too many. The older she got, she, she got to where she would, after I started coon hunting her, she got to tree and dens, you know, really? um, but, but before I coon hunted her, well, when we were just squirrel hunting her only, um, when she treed, we was killing squirrels, you know, uh, but I didn't early on when she treed, I would leash her and, but I never spoke to her until I would see a squirrel. I never praised her until I seen a squirrel mm-hmm. and then I would praise her and I'd shoot a squirrel out to her, every one. Uh, and, and it never it never bothered her. Uh, more squirrels you kill, uh, she was the same dog. She was just consistent, same dog every time. I, uh, nice. I mean, uh, and she would tree him as fast as, as I mean, as, as fast as you could cut her loose, she, she would tree another one. Um, and, and it ain't just, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I loved her. I loved everything about her. And I'm not just saying that because she was my dog, but, there's so many different people that got to hunt with the dog. I mean, I'm 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 sure that, that they could tell you, you know, whether we were pleasure hunting or we competition hunting. Um, and and you know, has she had faults? It ain't no perfect dog. She had faults like every other dog. Oh yeah, they uh, all do. Uh, and I'll tell you, I, well, and it, it ain't a fault to her, but when I started coon hunting her, she she loved to get treed she loved to please me so much and loved the tree that if i coon hunted her on a full moon night and the coons wasn't moving i guarantee you you were shooting squirrel and that
0: was my
1: that was my fault in the beginning because i had some buddies that was about as wild and and we would we would you know we would partake in a little drink and uh and and we would hunt and no matter what she treed, we were shooting. <laughs> so if it was if it was midnight and she was treating squirrels, we were shooting squirrels. Hey, you know. I mean, uh, uh, but I, I, you know, I didn't know that that, in, when it come to competition part, I didn't I didn't know at the time that that was gonna kind of put me in a bind some nights, you know.
0: Right. So you coon hunted her. I mean, you would like, like just say the U M C A hunt she went to. You would coon hunter that night and then squirrel hunter the next
1: morning. That's right. I, I, I when I after her first year of of squirrel hunting, she turned the last week of season. She turned a year old. So her first squirrel season ended February twenty eighth, and and she turned one year old. I think her birthday was February 22nd, February 10th or February 22nd. Um, so she literally turned a year old when season start, season ended. And when the July summer coon season opened was the first time she ever stepped foot in the woods at night. Um, and she, you know, and everybody that I, you know, had talked to, said, man, yeah, she'll take right to it. Um, and she did. I mean, she just, she, she didn't go, she wasn't hunting out mm-hmm. at first. You know, she she would stay close. Uh, and, and when I say close, I mean 100, 200 yards. Uh, but, I mean, hey, man, you know, here in Mississippi, I mean, on some good nights, that's all you need.
0: Oh, ain't no doubt about it.
1: And and the Squirrel Club, we, we, and we were having, uh, at the time, we were having one NKC coon hunt a month. One Friday night a month, we would have a a, a club hunt. But we were having our club hunts in in you know June, July, August. We were having fourteen to nineteen dogs at a at a Friday night club hunt. Right. Uh, and and of course we were hunting tree and curs. Um, you know I mean uh, whatever AC. Was so y'all to hunt had with.
0: that 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 Northwest. It was kind of an open. It wasn't y'all. I don't guess they were sanctioned. I guess the NKC, you could really hunt whatever, huh?
1: You well, we it, it was cur and feist only. Ah, um, tree and cur and uh, that that counted. Yes, if it was, if if you had a cur in NKC that you had papers on the mama, but you didn't have papers on the daddy, they they registered it as a tree and cur regardless. Gotcha. And, and all you had to do was was have a uh, uh, what they call it a uh, breed inspector. So so Terry and I both signed up through the NKC to be breed inspectors, so that if if somebody showed up to the club that that with a dog that wasn't NKC registered and they wanted to hunt, if they if they looked you know if they wasn't an open spotted Walker dog, if they looked like a you know a a, a 45, 35, 45 pounds, brand of Kerr, black Kerr, yellow, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, um, you know, with the Kerr genetics, we we, we would go ahead and, and fill out the NKC papers and send them in and, and they would get to hunt at night. We hunted with long tail. Most of the people that showed up were, you know, registered OMCBA, UMCA curves. But see, in UMCA, UMCA, you can register a Stevens, um, a... Uh, um pcc the parnell carolina kerr um the the full white paper kimmer it yep. all be registered to umca and, and if you got umca papers you can get nkc paper mm. um so anyway we was hunting everything and we were having one hunt a month and and um and the dog my, my luke dog I, you know when he got stole uh, at the end of that squirrel season i didn't have nothing to coon hunt and and we had a coon hunt one night Man, I think we had 14 or 15 dogs on Friday night, and uh, and one of my really good buddies, Philip Flurry from down in Louisiana, he came up with the old Blue Duck dog, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'll tell you, Joey Hudson from uh, from Monroe came up and brought a uh, Hudson Blackmouth Cur. Hmm. Uh, so I mean, we, we 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 had a guy from down around Black Hawk, Mississippi, that had yeah. a some kind some kind of long I can't remember his name. Good old boy had a long tail Cur. Uh, Anything was an NKC registered, we hunted, right? Uh, and uh, so I know this is going to be. I know this. Yeah, it's going to be hard to believe right here, but we. I. I, I was helping host the hunts, and and uh, we had a Friday night hunt in July.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We were everybody was registering, and Terry said, uh, "You want you want to hunt one of my dogs?" And I said, "Yeah." Terry had a Terry had a what I what I consider a coon dog. Her name was Dixie Creek Nikki. Oh, I heard a bunch about her. I, she, he would let me, I ha, I couldn't tell you how many hunts I've handled Nikki in. Um, poor Terry, she was one of my, my favorite dogs to hunt with. She was business every time. Uh, so it, he said, you know, why don't you hunt Nikki in the hunt and I'll hunt, you know, a young dog or something. Uh, well, we went to get Nikki and, and she was in heat. So I was like, well, crap, I ain't got nothing to hunt. So David Durham was there and he, David Durham had a, uh, man, I can't think of this darn dog's name, but he was only NKC registered. He couldn't be OMCBA or UMCA registered. Um, only NKC. That's why we were hosting so many hunts. Terry had his rebel dog. That's what it was. Terry had a male dog, a red dog named rebel that was only NKC registered. So we were hunting a lot of NKC hunts with OMCBA dogs and whatever else, you know, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, David Durham, which is who who him and Terry owned Dixie Chrome's mama together. So uh, David said, "Man, just put Chrome in the hunt. You know, even if she even if she uh, follows along with us and and we'll get there and tree with you know another dog and get a little point, you may you may place her.
0: That's right. You know.
1: So uh, I signed her up. Matter of fact, I, if you want to know the truth about it, I believe David Durham and Terry Snyder split my entry fee and paid my entry fee for my first (laughs) night hunt uh i might not have had 20 bucks to pay for it i I understand that brother so we drew out and i ended up drawing david durham and his male dog that i can't remember the dead dumb dog's name but he was like i said he was an nkc dog only and i drew joey hudson i do do you know joey
0: i don't know him Uh uh-uh
1: he, he had a line of blackmouth curves that he started called the Hudson Blackmouth curds from, uh, I think he was in West Monroe. Okay. Um, and, he, and he was a, they, they squirrel hunted, but he was primarily a coon hunter. And, and he would come all the way up, him and Philip Flurry would come all the way up for uh, from uh, Louisiana to these NKC hunts. And I just, so I drew a blackmouth cur and an NKC cur, and then it was chrome, three dog cats from my first night hunt ever. And uh, David was our guide. And I, we all rode David's truck together, and he took us to uh, a WMA government land. Uh, no feeders, you know. Anybody could hunt it, and it was heavily hunted. Um, so we get dogs out, and call them up, you know. And, and the whole time they're talking to me, man. You know, don't whatever she does, don't worry about it. Let her, you know. Don't be mad at her. Just, just let her get out there and have fun. And if she gets on some coons, pet her up, you know. It, you know, he, he may. Cause I've been hunting. her t- Two, and she'd treat one or two um, and this is the part that you ain't gonna believe uh and, and if and if it wasn't for david there Dur- i you could call david Durham and joey hudson and they could tell you we turned them dogs loose and and uh we scored on 11 raccoons that night in two hours yeah and, and and i think if i if i'm right chrome scored nine of them first Holy tree cow. first first strike first tree uh <laughs> best I remember, uh, I I didn't even know that you had to wait five minutes before you go. She I would call a tree and start going to her, <laughs> and they they won't so wait. Say, Hang on a minute now, you got to wait five minutes. I'm like five minutes—that's a lifetime, yeah. you know. Yeah, I wanted to go. I wanted to go in before she left. Yeah, but uh, she she anyway. So we came in, and it might not have been. She might not have got all none of she she treed on nine of them i know but you know some of them i think his dog might have treed one or two and she got like second tree or something but anyway we treed on 11 coons and she was in on nine of them is what i'm saying and, mm-hmm. and uh, i don't remember what the score was it was crazy because you know uh for for a i said it was a
0: pile of them i know 11 coons that's stout any cast you know what i mean
1: it, it was i mean you know uh i mean it was it was just one of them lucky nights i mean i mean you know july it was probably 90 degrees uh and and i tell you we didn't know david might have know i don't know but when we got to where we were hunting um they had about knee-high sunflowers right and it was a it was a ditch in between the hardwoods and the sunflowers and we turned up that ditch and them coons was in them little uh, sweet gums on that ditch bank, and they were just lined up i mean we probably, I don't know how far we walked down that ditch. We never went to the woods, ever. Nice. That whole night, we just treed up down that ditch bank all night. <laughs> I mean, uh, they didn't have to go nowhere. At one point, we had a coon bale on. I remember we had a coon bale on us. Their two dogs left out with a coon and, and, like, left the dead gum country. And Chrome was their tree. So I waited my five minutes, walked in. She had a coon. I said, "Well, what do I do?" They said, "Well, ours ain't trees, so turn her loose." So I turned her back loose. And she goes like a hundred yards and trees again. I wait five minutes, go down there and had a coon. Of course, David owns your mama. He's as happy as I am. That's you know what I'm right. saying? Yep. Uh, so, so you know, get back. The hunt's over, and I win the cast. And you know, I'm man. I don't even know if my head could fit in David's pickup. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so. You know, we're riding down there. It's probably a good thirty minute ride back from where we're at. And you know, and the whole time, I'm I'm thinking, man, if we had just bit of a turn time, surely these coon dogs that showed up, they're gonna, you know, ain't no telling how many coons these fellas treat. They're going to private land. They're going to hunt clubs. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we get back, and we pull up in the driveway, and, and and get out. And David's got the scorecard. And we walk in, and, and I remember it. I mean, I'm telling, I can close my eyes and see it now. Terry comes walking up. And he said, well, how'd you do? And uh, David said, man, we trade on 11 coons. And and (laughs) it was just weird. It was almost like Terry knew David's dog. David had a coon dog. He looked at David, and he said, you won your cast? And I I mean, and David looked over at me, and he goes, no. He said, Garner and Krohn smoked us a bad, (laughs) I'm almost embarrassed." I mean, you could just see Terry's face light up, you know? like, I mean, everybody in the whole room was like, What? Uh, I mean, Philip Flurry, he liked to choke me to death, hug it neck. You know, when I mean, we was buddies. That's you right. Know,
0: That's right. Everybody I, was happy with everybody. You know, proud of.
1: Man, look, they wasn't a person in there that 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 didn't pat me on the back and hug my neck, and congratulate me, and talk about you know how many coons, and 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 then they wanted to hear the stories. That was the best part. Mm-hmm. You know. Sitting around because I won. I mean, she won the whole hunt. First hunt she ever put in, she won the hunt by like a lot of points.
0: <laughs> put it on all these
1: coon dogs. She, did, I mean, she did. I mean, uh, uh, I've I've told people that, and I could see in their face that they didn't believe me. You know, they thought I was just. You know, I'm I'm kind of known for running the mouth. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I mean, she did. It was just a. And, and so I started coon hunting, and from then on out, I squirrel hunted her one more season. Really? And and I don't think I ever squirrel hunted her again. I got I got so caught up in coon hunting, man. I, that's all I thought about, day and night.
0: That's right. What uh <laughs> It wasn't nothing to that old coon hunting junk, was it?
1: Man, look. <laughs> <laughs> when you was treating them like squirrels, you oh, know... Oh, shoot.
0: Y'all yeah, was in I them, mean, too
1: y'all that, was that definitely place, in them that place has produced coons like that several times but Every. you know I am gonna tell you I, I I two different squirrel casts before I before I stopped uh squirrel hunting chrome I I I can't remember the guys I drew with one time but um I I she came in with a thousand plus on a squirrel hunt one time and uh I drew out with Bob Osborne and, a, and another guy I, I, I can't even think of who it was, who the other dog was, and 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 I believe she come in with over a thousand on that on that cast. Um, and, and Phil Flurry, Phil Flurry had like eight seventy-five or nine twenty-five. When I pulled up in the parking lot, son, he was grinning like you. I mean, he knew he had it won. I mean, he you know he was like I, I could tell when I pulled. I knew he had a good score when I pulled in the parking lot because he was waiting on us.
0: Right, he it wanted to like, see.
1: Oh, he was waiting. You know, when I come in and I said I said I said how, how many of y'all y'all could any squirrels he says man we had the best cast that we've been on like you know 875 or 925 or whatever it was and i i, I promise you i did not want to turn my card in <laughs> you know he he was so he was so excited and so happy I, I didn't want to turn my card in but i mean you know you have to oh yeah
0: just, ain't no doubt you can't you know, give it to nobody you know
1: don't, you, don't, you, don't, you know you don't want to cast with other folks they want their dog to get their points too sure, so sure. i am mean, I'm gonna tell you feel such a good guy, it broke my heart. It really I was happy <laughs> that I knew that I had more points, but at the same time it broke my heart because I knew how bad he wanted it. He just needed that one first place. That's right. <laughs> and, and we still tease to this day. He's like, Man, I I, I just need that one first place.
0: I that's cute, man. That's awesome. He, <laughs> it's it's cool, you know, you like, dang man, I don't know if I'm gonna tell him well, congratulations, you just go in there and turn your card in, and they call the winners out, there. They, there you are, you know, and he looks like, what in the world? I watched I did, a I dog do that shoot, man. I watched a song on, look, I ain't kidding, I ain't so sure that heifer wasn't running through the woods with squirrels in her pocket. I mean, it was every time. Oh, Brandon Lowry, who it is, oh, you probably know. heard of him, he – he, had, uh, he was hunting a dog he calls Dum-Dum, or did call Dum-Dum. But anyway, she was, I think she went to, I can't even remember who, who owns her now. But anyway, that heifer was flat. I mean, we, he was hunting, it was a cast. It was her. It was a Feist. Uh, I think David Williams' is Feist. And then it was uh, David Hillman and Jammin' Demon. And Demon was as good as a dog that, you know, he's won all over. USDC's anyway. He, uh, man, she just, I think she treated six singles just boom, 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 boom. I mean, he could literally turn her loose, and she would go 75 yards. I mean, we'd still be seeing her, and Brandon would be like, dang. And he just knew she had it, and I mean, and she did. It was the craziest cast i ever seen. She was just, she was making squirrels,
1: son. Those are the type dogs that I, I, I like to draw on a hunt. When you, got, when you have, you know, you, you draw a three-dog cast, and you have two dogs that, that are high-caliber dogs that tree fast like that, it's the funnest, no matter if you win or lose, it's the funnest hunt. It, it's the most fun a man can have with his pants on. You ain't telling
0: me nothing, brother. I'm telling you. <laughs> I've met more good people fooling with these dogs. Like I said, I'm... I'm six years sober, I ain't had a drop in six years now. I used to be rough you you can ask my wife, but uh I ain't had a drop in six years i've done i start you know i my little boy asked me to go to church my wife was fixing to leave me and all this and and my little boy asked me to go to church and man, I ain't never left but uh with that being said, you know I used to be a a card, but man, I'm telling you right now these uh these squirrel hunts and this squirrel dog community, I have met more good folks that, that, you know, you can just call and shoot the junk with. I mean, dude, I, you know, I don't even, I'd be scared to even name the folks I talk to all the time. I mean, it just, it'll be anybody, you know, and, and I'm in sales. I'm in, I pump, sell pumps, water and wastewater pumps to these city municipalities. So I'm all in the truck all the time. And my territory is the West side of the state. so, the uh, mississippi delta so you know how far in between each little old town is so i get to listen to podcasts and stuff but shoot i got some of the best buddies you know that call and shoot to junk whether i mean it's just i mean it's just a big it's been a blessing to me you know meeting everybody and stuff and just people that you look up to or i do because i think that everybody like you and morrison and you know, all those folks that's done all that darn winning and and Terry Snyder and, and the James Mintzers and the Doyle Shermans and Alan Franklins, I hate to keep naming because I don't want to leave somebody out, but like, like Michael Perkins and John Perkins, them boys that that, that, that that win all over, you know, Greg Maynard. You know, I talked to them, and, dude, I'm telling you, it's like, I'm like, it's, to me, it's like seeing – the professional baseball players and stuff when i show up to a hunt and them boys are there i had a, a, a nsd hunt one of them pro hunts this past year and drew out at uh perry farms and i mean some of the dogs that you know the rod hardys and, and 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 stuff that you know they show up and i'm like dang i'm in i'm intimidated now i ain't gonna lie to you and i've been to some you know world hunts and stuff like that but i still man i still get so fired up to to, you know, when I draw, you know, I drew, I think I drew, uh, that pro hunt I drew Rod and Anthony Morris with China Girl. And Rod was hunting Sport, Sting, one of them. But, man, they both hunt some nice dogs. And I got I got drummed. But, uh, man, I was as nervous as a cat covering up poop, you know. But I love it, you know. I, it just, I love it. I, uh, I enjoy these hunts going to them. And, I mean, I can't see myself, like I said, I can't. It's just, a, like you said, it's much fun you can
1: have with your pants on, you know. It, it is. And, you know, that 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 nervousness is, is, I mean, that's the adrenaline. That That's one thing you, you go for. Uh, you know, and and I've been, the, trust me, I've been the same way. I've drew out with some folks and dogs before, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm fixing to get to just absolute brakes beat off of me. Um, and then you end up having a great hunt no matter who wins or who
2: 2 University is brought to you by Superior Light Company. Use coupon code CHUPODCAST to check out at nighthunters.com. If you're in the market for a new light, do not overlook Superior. They make the best light in the business. The Hellcat Max Flat Dark Earth Edition is awesome. Comes standard with the new and improved high-intensity green laser. Comes standard with the newest design and dual walking light modules, offering the brightest walking lights currently available on the market, bar none and it comes with your choice of red or true amber or double red color module technology. The Hellcat Max new module design reduces weight without sacrificing burn time or brightness, resulting in an overall weight of just 20 to 24 ounces, depending on your cap selection. The Hellcat Max offers the newest battery technology, which allows for five hours of continuous main beam burn time on the highest setting and over 10 hours of highest auxiliary light settings. All controls can be found on one easy, nine positions, click switch. And all Superior Lights come with a two-year warranty or are made right here in the USA. So check out Superior Lights. Use coupon code CHUPODCAST at checkout at nighthunters.com. Thank you to Mr. Jamie, Mr. Sam at Superior Lights for supporting Cunton University podcast and making this podcast possible. So I ask all the listeners, if you could, please go over there and support Superior Lights. Use the exclusive discount code that is only available to Coonutt University podcast listeners. C H U Podcast. Superior. Step up to the max. Now back to the show.
1: And, and you come out making some good friends. You know, uh, I, I'm gonna tell you uh, one, one one of the most nervous times I ever been was in a world hunt, and uh, I think we was in Dalton, Georgia. I'd never been up there before, and and uh, Chrome ended up placing. Man, I don't know. I think she placed fourth in the world hunt. She won the. She was like the world bench champion and the world tree champion, and and then. Uh, um, I didn't hunt her. In, something happened to her. I couldn't hunt her in the, in the coon hunt. So I, I had, I had taken a. I don't know. That might, might have been the next year. No, I did hunt her in the coon hunt. That's when Boondock smoked my butt. All right. That's what happened in the coon hunt. I got put out by Boondock.
2: Hey.
1: Um, matter of fact matter of fact you ever talked to Tony Porter mm-hmm. uh you tell you tell him he still owes me an iPhone because I had to swim the tree to to score boons last tune. <laughs> and, and I forgot to have my iPhone in my pocket and and da- Daniel Ballard he can vouch for that because right. I once I won so much at that hunt and I didn't have a phone to tell nobody so on the way home nine <laughs> hours I had to, I told Daniel about it over and over and over for nine hours yeah, that's
0: right
1: <laughs> he should have let you borrow uh, his phone on that hunt was one of the most nervous casts I've ever had and I drew out I drew out with mr. Norman Island yes sir and, and i I can't remember I don't I don't remember if he had if he was hunting Jeff might have been hunting rocket and they had a female that they were hunting and I'm talking about as nice a female as you could get i I, I wish I could remember her name we drew we drew a three dog cast and our third cast member never showed. So so we waited and waited and waited and finally you know Mr. Norman said, "Hey man, let's let's go on and go." So we we went on and hunted and and uh, and I'm gonna tell you, I just driving there, I'm thinking, man, you know, I'm 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 fixing to hunt with you know Mr. Norman Island and and I know they he you know I see it when I when when Mr. Norman and Jeff pull up, you absolutely know they ain't coming
0: for second place. They are not go bring you know every dog (laughs) that, that you exactly right and them. Man, I talked to Mr. Norm one time on the phone. I never got to personally meet him. You know, they do a lot, you know, with the USDC and they, you know, they try to get these kids involved and I donated some uh some Bibles to the top 3 this year and you know, sent them up there to. Them. I couldn't make it, but I sent it up there to. Them. Man, they, you know, I I, I enjoy uh, talking to, to them guys uh but yeah, when that's a that's another group that you know <laughs> you pull up to a hunt them jokers if they, if you see them you know they in some heat boy
1: oh yeah i mean you know being a being a world hunt you know i mean you got some you know you you got some i mean th- this world hunt 2020 buster was i don't know maybe a one year old one and a half year old i think he won the squirrel hunt no i don't remember if it was if it was buster or ammo tree knocking ammo mm-hmm. uh who had him
0: uh, buster i know mark ended up with him but uh the pv house and them didn't they have him one time
1: yeah that's who isaac. was hunting him in, I isaac isaac was hunting him in that hunt and um matthew hall mm-hmm. um was hunting ammo in the hunt i mean th- this this hunt you know when, when, when i look now and i see some of these um, the guys that I don't recognize their name, and I see dogs that don't recognize their name. When I ask them, you know, hey man, if you don't mind, what's that dog out of? Uh, and I see dogs two or three generations back. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: like, heck, I hunted with that dog when it was nine months old. Yeah, you know, uh, th- th- this world hunt. I don't remember what year it was, but uh, I mean, Daniel Ballard's trigger dog was there. Mm-hmm. Ammo was there. Chrome Buster was there. Johnny Rocket, Swamp Creek Hitman was there. I mean, let me think. Uh, man, there's a fellow up there. I can't remember that dog's name. He he was, uh, dead gum. I mean, they were some. They were some sure enough well-known, big-winning type dogs that was at this this world hunt. So I mean, and it wasn't like, you know. I mean, any world hunt is you know is prestigious, but I mean, this was a, a tough crowd to to hunt with. Shoot, I mean, you just named off some
0: dogs right there that. I mean. You Know that that leads me up to another question that I was gonna ask you before we got off, but like the like about the dogs of you know yesterday. You know, was them dogs? Do you think the dogs, you know, back then? I mean, you just named five dogs that, or six dogs that was just as could go any, it didn't make a darn what who showed up at that hunt. One of them dogs, you know, you was like, shoot, we finna win, you know. You think the dogs of yesterday, like them dogs and dogs, like when you was hunting chrome and boondock and them dogs that you just named do you think they're the dogs of today are you know better or do you know that you think you know what do you think about the way
1: they are man i I, i've heard i've heard other casts podcasts ask guys you know the same question Mm -hmm. and i've thought what would I say if I was asked that question right you know and just you know as I'm at work I'm like man what if somebody ever asked not that I'm no I'm a nobody you know I'm, it ain't like I'm thinking oh somebody's gonna you know somebody's gonna call me and ask me that but I'm just what what if I was ever asked that question and and I really think, I don't think, as far as now, we talking about OMCBA, UMCA registered dogs. That's right. Okay. I don't think you have some folks is going to be mad at this, but I ain't <laughs> never been one to be I ain't been one to 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 worry about it, you know, much. But I don't think the dogs today are the caliber of dogs we had back then. I, I honestly don't. And, and I'm going to let me tell you why two years ago when, when my family went through what we went through and I, I, I gave my dogs away cause I didn't have no word. I didn't have nowhere to live. You know, we lost our home yeah, and everything. Man, I literally your world was tor- turned upside down. Literally. It was. And, and so I, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have any kennel. My kennels were destroyed. So I, I, I had two dogs and I, and one was off of my stuff. I, I gave to, to a young fella that loved him. Uh, the other one was a hound that I gave away. And, and so, when, when we bought the place we're in now got settled in I told my wife I said as soon as I get settled in I, I'm gonna get me some kennels built I said I I, I got to have another dog for one I, I want me and the boys we you know I, we needed an escape mm-hmm. and dogs have always been my escape you know I I mean not not taking nothing away from not my wife needed an escape too, but my wife has her horses mm-hmm. When she's having a bad day, she had a rough day at work. My wife's an accountant, so she's in a computer numbers all day long. When that's she right. comes home she needs she needs that escape and going out to the barn and doing her barn chores, riding her horse, brushing them, cleaning stalls, feeding whatever that's her escape. and I didn't have that after after you know the tornado and all. So I told my wife, I said, I I, I I've got to get me some more curs, I got to get back to hunting. So I started looking, and and you know some some really good friends of mine, uh, Dwight Anderson in particular. He said, Hey, you know, I've i got some dogs. Uh, you welcome. You welcome to have welcome to anything I got. You know, a lot of folks contacted me said, Hey, man, I know you want to get back in. I, I've got i got. You welcome to whatever I have.
2: I really hope y'all enjoyed that interview as much as i did if you like what you heard here go on over to facebook give us a like at coon hunting you also go to apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review. it really helps us out and remember if you need a new hunting light do not overlook superior they make an awesome light best customer service in the business man they're walking light and double red is the brightest i've ever seen use coupon code chupodcast at checkout at nighthunters.com you can find the link in the description box below this coon hunting university is a product of audio hound productions until next time y'all have a wonderful day